0: This is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Joining me today is Ramsey personality, Dr. John Deloney. David is calling from Saigon, Vietnam. I think that's my first call from Saigon in 30 years, David. How are you? <laughs> Hi, I'm good, thanks. How are you? <laughs> good. What are you doing in Saigon? Uh-huh.
1: Um, uh, living abroad. I've been living, uh, my wife and I have been living abroad for about 16 years, uh, but our investments and properties are in the U.S. Cool. What do you do for a living? And international educator. Okay. So I teach. The teacher, oh. Yeah, I was going to say, that sounded a lot like Art Vandelay's Importer-Exporter from Seinfeld. <laughs> I've got a... Nice. I actually nice. have Seinfeld a good friend
0: whose brother lives in Saigon that is in your business, and I'm wondering if you're him. Anyway,
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. Go ahead, brother. How can we help? Maybe I know him. Um, well, um, okay, we, uh, we're we big fans of the Baby Steps. We've, we've done them all. We've done them all except for one, and I might get in trouble from you on this one, and that is that we have two rental properties. That um that are turning um a profit, and we don't want to pay off the rest of the mortgage because we feel like we're making more having that money invested in the market, so and I know you uh with your baby steps you um highly i recommend paying off those mortgages, but we're thinking, why do that if we can make more if that money is in the market? Can you share your wisdom
0: oh you want you want to know why I said do that oh I see okay
1: and Dave, how much money do share you, your how wisdom. much
0: money do you have in investments? Uh, a little over a million. Good for you. Well done. How old are you? Uh, Fifty-seven. Excellent. And how much are these mortgages? Uh, they're about 170 each. So 340 knocks it out, and that leaves you with 660 in your investment if we use that investment to pool to do that. Okay, is that right? Uh, yes. Okay. And, and so, really, what we're discussing is how much more you would make on 340 thousand over the interest on the houses. OK, now, yes. h- here's the thing. Um, I first approached this through the lens of faith is was my first approach because I have all the letters and licenses after my name, the academic crap that says I'm supposed to know something about money, but I went broke. So apparently I did something wrong. Um, and I, I, I and so I discovered. Uh, common sense and what the Bible says about money and I can't find anywhere as a Christian this is my my journey not yours okay I can't find anywhere in the Bible ever that says anything positive about debt it's not a salvation issue you're not going to hell cuz you have debt it's not a God loves you less if you have debt it's all negative though Uh, the borrower is slave to the lender and it goes on mm-hmm. and on and on and on and on all the negative references from that. So as as part of my faith walk I had to say okay God must know something or that I don't understand about debt because I was taught if you can borrow money at um, you know 3 4 5% on your mortgage and you can invest it in a mutual fund and make 10 or 12 then you're making that spread that arbitrage which is what you're discussing correct? Yes exactly. Now, now as I've gone forward what I've discovered is that the vast majority of wealthy people that we've studied, uh, people of faith or otherwise, have avoided debt and gotten out of debt and, uh, and have stayed away from it. And I kind of had to stop and go, why is that? And I find very few people, now you're not highly leveraged, but I find very few people that are highly leveraged that actually survive. The people that borrow money like crazy to buy rental properties and do an Airbnb and all this crap, uh, they're all broke in mm-hmm. 10 years. I went broke doing that within within ten years, and so you can't find someone that's been doing that for twenty years and survived. One of these economic cycles takes their head off, and so what that means is that debt equals risk. More debt equals more risk, and I think we can all agree to that. Can you? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. You have little. You have um, a small amount of debt, so it doesn't feel like a lot of risk. It's not as much risk as if you had three point four million. Agreed.
1: Correct,
0: yeah. Yeah. that's all I I'm saying. More debt is more risk. Yeah. Less risk. Less debt is less risk. Zero debt is approaching zero risk. And the only thing, hmm. the only math formula I have found that adjusts for risk does not exist in the real estate world. It's only in the investment world. And we adjust for risk using the math formula of a beta. A beta is the height of a... Uh, if you do peaks and valleys of an investment it goes up and down, up and down, up and down. The the difference in the val the difference in the peak and the valley is called a beta. you and it's your the vol- higher beta is a higher volatility, a, a steeper mountain and a more often cycle. Does that make sense? Yes. And in the investment world, we use a beta. The higher the beta, the higher the risk, because the more volatile it is, and we use an inverse relationship in the math, meaning you drop it under the denominator, and get nerdy here. But the that gives you the ability to calculate risk into the investment and measure a risky investment against a not-so-risky investment that has a lower beta, and you've, you've neutralized for risk, therefore you can compare them apples to apples. We don't enter risk into the formula that you used to tell me you wanted to keep your debt. If if we put risk in that formula, and you do have some risk, not as much as if you had 3.4 million, but if we put a low beta mm. in your formula, it starts to neutralize and do away with all your spread. The other thing that happens is when you don't have any payments, you just straight up sleep better. That's true. And I've done, a hu- and I've done detailed research. hundred percent of the foreclosures occur on a house with a mortgage. Mm. And so I, yeah. I would tell you this, let's do this. You could try this if you want mm. to. I would pay them both off. And if you hate it, He'll get you on the mortgage later.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, okay, fair enough. Uh, can I ask you another question, a follow-up question, Ben? So you, if you should be scared do, to after that long answer. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back in stats if class. If we do yank all that money out, we're going to pay through the nose in taxes pulling it all out, out of all of our, uh, our retirement investments. How old are you? So it's
0: like, oh, you're 57. No, I
1: would not take it out of retirement.
0: Yeah. Is it all in retirement? Yeah, this is all. This you is don't have any money that's not have.
1: in retirement. We have, yeah, we have some. How much? We have a couple hundred. Well, I'd use that then. Ta-da! And and you have a good
0: income, and I would just, no, I'm not going to cash out and pay penalties on your retirement. I was not suggesting that, but because that changes the formula. Now, you may have some capital gains on it, and I, I would do that. I have lived 100% debt-free since I went broke 30-something years ago, and I have had a wonderful life. I've made a lot of money. I have a lot of investments, and they're all paid for. And when crap happens, like the Island of Misfit Toys is misbehaving up in Washington, D.C. right now, and they're screwing up the whole freaking economy, I'm sitting here peaceful and slept really good last night, except that my 4-year-old grandson put a plastic snake under my pillow. (laughs) But other than that, I slept great last night. That really did happen. Good for him. Uh, I told him his new name is Sneaky Snake. I like it. That's his new nickname. When, he come, when I go to his rehearsal dinner in 24 years, I'm going to introduce gonna him that snake Sneaky in? Snake. That's it. I'm going to throw that snake at him. I'm saving it. Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.